0: to the Infamous Hour Live. I'm your host, the Infamous Amadeus. All social media platforms at the Infamous Amadeus each and every Thursday, bringing you a live interactive series or experience here on Facebook.com slash Nation, the number one platform for anything that has to do with hip-hop. It's going down. It's another Thursday. Of course, any Thursday, probably since the day... Probably since I was about three years old, there is Hennessy involved, okay? Of course. I'm from the projects, I'm from Marble Hill. Shout out to Marble Hill. And I have lovely Miss Get Adam. Here. How are you feeling today?
1: I'm feeling great. I got my cup too. Yeah. No problems. So, yeah. I mean,
0: how many yeah. cups do you need? Because Dominican people like in particular, like you guys' liver and liquor towers is fucking different. When I mean,
1: I, it just depends on the environment.
0: Yeah. When I met Miss Get Adam, this woman was drinking Hennessy straight. And I should have known that this was going to be trouble. When I walked in
1: <laughs> and I saw a it dark. It straight. Yeah, it was straight.
0: When I walked in I mean- and I saw a dark-skinned woman who had a brown cup with no ice, I should have ran the other way. But opposite to track. So what happened? I went forward. And then I went forward. And here I am. And you was there. You was lit.
1: <laughs> Just the way I was. I mean, I grew up some. Now I'm it. I can't drink a straight anymore. I grew up a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Shout out did to okay. And of course, on the left side, we got uh, Blaze It in the building. And Blaze, before I say anything, the Concrete Rose hoodie. Mm-hmm. The one that I have. Because unfortunately, you have the bootleg version today, no. Right <laughs> now. Right now. Right you know? <laughs> Come <laughs> on, man! But, but this Concrete Rose hoodie that I have is literally like wearing like a fucking Carhartt jacket. Like, yeah, it, it's
2: official. It's official.
0: This shit, like, I live in a in a terrain with like bears and shit, and I feel like I could fight a bear bite with this shit. Like, if a bear can, uh, just yeah. snuff him with that. Yep. <laughs> yeah,
2: man. It's official. Concrete Rose. That's what I got going on right now. <laughs> so make sure you tap it with that, and of course, it'll build it to the right
0: side. No introduction. One of the most. Legendary Premiere Beats Ever Let's be clear Right Album Brian McKnight Kelly Price Lost Boys Of course Premiere Motown Records Was Universal involved in this as well? Yes
3: And Universal still involved in it Because they're still selling the album Wait we are going to talk about this Paula Perry in the building What's up? What's up?
0: What's up man? So um me and Paula have got a lot of work done. We've got a lot of things accomplished. And I was, yes, talking to, I was talking to Paula a little while ago that the first time that I interviewed Paula, I was on a fucking mission to Maldives or Maldives or however the fuck you say. Maldives, it, right? baby. Maldives. 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 What is it? It's in the middle of the Indian Ocean.
1: You middle of fucking will. nowhere.
2: In, <laughs> how long did it take That's you to get it there? It
1: like.
2: so asking. Maldives? Okay. Yeah.
0: Thirty-one sure.
2: hours. I'm like, what we had now? That's crazy. <laughs> Thirty-one hours.
0: Thirty-one hours to get to Maldives. 31 hours on the
3: what?
0: On multiple planes. We first, first I had no. First of all, for some reason I thought it was a good idea to go to Florida first to see my sister. So I didn't leave from New York. I went to Florida, and from Florida we flew two hours to New York. Then from New York we flew fourteen or twelve hours to Dubai. Then when we got to Dubai, we had a six-hour layover. Wow. Right? And that's what be killing me. Then I
3: can't
0: another three to four hour flight to to the main yeah. island of Mali. And then we got on what I would consider the 1977 Griselda Blanco cocaine smuggling plane with the propellers.
3: With the propellers? Mm-hmm. With the propellers. Y'all got on the blowtrooper plane we
0: got on one of these fucking planes
3: the one that they had in blow
0: blow plane <laughs> in the movie <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah i know yep, you talking yeah. about that shit was shaking yep. yeah Just that yeah Windows. like blow or like the movie <laughs> alive
0: when it was eating <laughs> niggas oh in antarctica <laughs>
4: like
0: that like Jesus that plane
4: Christ. and what
3: happened to the airports these days? well now well, they acting like you're going through a terrorist attack or something it like is
0: this. it is it is difficult to navigate but so in 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 maldives or maldives they call this an air taxi. Okay? For the people watching right now. Lord yes. have mercy. Air and how taxi. many
3: people fit on the plane?
0: About fifty. But for the people that are watching right now and you Small for me. you see the Kardashians sliding down a slide that goes into the ocean. This is the place that I went. This was my bright idea. I'm on Instagram with my wife, Miss Get Adam. She's like, oh, I want to go there. I said, we're going to fucking go. Like, I want to yeah.
4: go back there.
3: The back of it is just the water. I remember you pinpointed where you were on no. the map on is, the and texted water. it to me or something okay. like
2: that. You were way out there.
3: Bro,
0: I was in the middle of nowhere. I so said, what
3: country is it in? It's
0: called Maldives. That is the country. That is the country. <laughs> <laughs> and this is
1: the equivalent.
2: Unknown territory. That's what it is. And they're called
1: Maldivians. <laughs> Unlisted.
0: Yeah.
2: They're
1: called Maldivians.
0: So, for the people that are watching mm-hmm. right now, if you want to compare it to American You'll territory,
3: every day, I'll tell you.
0: so if you want to compare it to American territory, it's the equivalent of the Caribbean
3: in America. There's not one time in history class have we took up that country. Not
0: only that, me and Ilsa decided it was a great idea to book the hotel resort in the last island. In the next to the equator. Okay.
3: So, how did so the what happened with this taxi Then like, What are they, black? They're like Indian. They're, oh, they're like Indian the mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So,
0: so they're like So Indian. that must be
3: somewhere near India.
0: Yes. It's basically yeah. in the middle of India, West Africa, and, and in Russia, Poland. So y'all got the mixture. Y'all got We are in the middle of
1: fucking nowhere. Okay? And that- that's their vacation spot. Like for Russia. Oh or so Africa. That's, where they that's like their vacation. Oh. Okay. You see how we go to Mexico, we go to the islands. Mm-hmm. That's their vacation. So Jamaica. Spot. Jamaica. We go to you know Bahamas, Cuba. You all know, that. We keep the same. That's their Yeah.
3: So y'all went and dealt with the Russians and
0: Russians, Poland's not a great experience, no offense. Nobody really? go yeah. spam my email or nothing like that. <laughs> 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 I mean,
1: the character's a little different. <laughs> or hack. Oh, my.
3: Lord, <laughs> They're <laughs> a little dry.
1: Don't go and what hack you my mean, you know dry. So. Like personality wise.
3: Yeah, like stiff and yeah. cold,
1: like it's a little different. Yeah. So, the
3: energy was different.
0: So don't go and hack my Facebook account or my Instagram we love account everybody. right now. We
1: love
3: Of course
0: you do. <laughs> but you know, it was like literally like the fucking movie where like he comes and he's like, you know, and there's just no personality. And it's cool. But back <laughs> but back to Blaze's thing, the air taxi.
3: That's why I love New York. I'm So,
0: so nice. now we're traveling back and we get on this Griselda Blanco airplane again. And the plane is like 5,000 feet in the air. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Now, mind you, we're on a propeller plane the first time. And we're like 40,000. This plane is okay. fucking low. This plane is literally a taxi that flies in the air. So
2: how many
1: really? stops? Five.
3: Right over the bus. You got like fl- right to take
2: off land, take off land. Yes. In this small like a, wait, plane. Like this let's small ass plane.
1: Let's explain this. It really? stops and nah, picks bro, up people. I would have been scared to death. It stops okay. and picks up people. So it's
3: an air taxi, literally. Literally a fucking air taxi. And you can get off. And people get on. And people get on. So how much they cost? How much it costs for the fare? I think this? it's like 200 American. Really? It's mm-hmm. like 200 depending so on it how... it costs $200 to go a couple of stops. To, to feel like you're gonna <laughs> yeah, going to die.
2: A couple
1: of times. So how did you feel, like,
2: Miss Get Adam?
1: I felt a little... I, I felt sick.
4: <laughs> oh, I
1: felt a little sick. So you felt sick before you got before, there? Before, first after of you all, the- you feeling the whole propeller... You feeling all because it's loud. Oh, man, and nah. now we got to make stops in between. Like, where are we going to end up? Yo, you know I mean?
3: not only that,
0: if you know anything about airplanes, that
3: airplanes. That's the story I ever heard of travel. So if you know anything about airplanes,
0: <laughs> airplanes cannot reverse. Right? This is why when you're in the airport, they put like a dolly thing and they pull the airplane back. Right. This motherfucker was doing U-bops in an airplane what by himself. Man? He would go, oh, land, pick somebody up. Pick five, six people up. People will get off. Go to the end of the runway. Do a whole U-bop like we're in an Uber. Yellow cab. Spin the
3: block and then take off. Go. He's take gone. Boom. Nah. They, they're used to that type of activity. That's what they do.
0: Man, shout out to the Maldivians. They gave us a great time. And one of the things that I enjoyed most about being in Maldives so Maldives was interacting with Muslims. I really enjoyed this experience because I was dealing with real Muslims. Now, if you watch it right now, your perception of a Muslim, if you're not involved in the community, is terrible. Right. It's like, you know, you're looking at certain countries, you're looking at this, that, like, oh, my God, these guys, man, these guys are so enlightened. Shout out to the Maldives. They gave us a great experience. They had a great time. So, Paul Perry, trust me, last single you put out myself. Granddaddy I.U., straight knocker. We did right. the video. Yes. And it took us a little while to kind of get this record together.
3: Oh, yeah, it did because, you know, we had a couple of technical
0: difficulties. A, but it wasn't nothing. We yeah, did. we we had a, uh, just quick backstory. The original idea. I think it was
3: for the video. Yeah,
0: but the original idea for the Trust Me record was to have you, Granddaddy I.U., and Jazzo on right. the record.
3: Like, I was not supposed to be on this song. Right. Right. And then. Um, it just seemed like after Jay Z started being Jazzo's friend again, he kinda like forgot where he came from and what he's what is he doing with Jay-Z now? I'm
0: not really too sure and nothing. I nothing. I don't know. Things that make you go.
3: Mm. <laughs> um I'm not really too sure about
0: what happened, but And
3: it, I liked you better than um Jay Z, Jazz. Oh man. Uh, shout out to Jazz.
0: Where's the sound effect, Sean? The... <laughs> so, you know, we had kinda made the executive decision that I
3: would just kinda replace uh, a jazzo. Well, no, because you would have got on the next record anyway. Probably, but it, that it actually jazz-o worked out. Actually, in my mind, didn't have nothing to do with you getting on the record. Mm. Mm. Major
4: Key Alert.
2: <laughs> you smoked that.
3: Well, <laughs> but, but We Paula. had decided
0: that we weren't going to wait because we had so much momentum with the Guess Who's back record. We were talking a little bit off camera, like so. For those that don't know, I have a whole distribution company. get out of records. I get out of media group, and I've distributed. Uh, maybe a hundred and something records. And Paula Perry's Guess Who's Back record has the most BDS spins out of any record that distributed. Really? Yes. Okay, Paula. Yes. And this says a lot because of the climate that we're in, right? So we are in a melodic... um, I'm going to
3: tell you something. A cop in Virginia, he told me, so you keep your Glock up in the shower. I said, look. Really? I don't oh. walk around with guns oh. now. I don't keep a Glock up in the shower anymore. <laughs> You're not going to use me to try to book me for my living. So you tried to run from us. No, I did not.
4: <laughs> I was crossing the street.
3: I had to get out of Virginia. Yeah.
0: So, so we, we, you know. The they gu- love me, though. The Guess Who's Back record, you know, it kind of like broke strides for us. And I think... We accomplished what we wanted to accomplish because it was trying to yeah, figure yeah. out, okay, how do we get the fans? And this has kind of just been the difficult thing that I've been trying to figure out with everybody, especially with you guys, right? Guys that were, you know, guys and girls who are out in the 90s. It's like, okay, how do we re-engage the fans?
3: We, wanna, we want and to- And actually that Guess Who's Back, that was my baby father's idea, mm. mama's uncle. I called him and asked him what would be a dope intro for me to come back. Guess who's bizzack? Guess who's bizzack? Mm-hmm. I said, thank you, bye. Yeah, really <laughs>
1: was <crazy>. no. <laughs> that was enough. She was like, that was <laughs> enough. Thank you. <laughs> but, um,
3: yeah, he had a lot to do with um coming up with some of my ideas and still do. Yeah. Just yeah. like with extra, extra. You know, he wrote extra, extra. Did he? Oh, wow. Yeah. Did he? So, Sh- yeah. Shout out
0: to castle Money Beats on the Beats. Shout out to Boogie Blinds. So guess who's back made strides? But just moving back a little bit in time, Tales of Fork Knox, right? So you had a lot of momentum. Fort Green record with premiere, and for some reason we only got like one video off this project, right? So, so why? Why? Because it, it it felt like they were kind of setting you up to be like, I don't want to, I don't want to compare. And that's
3: exactly what was going on until I took Mr. C's name off the album. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So once I took his name off the album, everything just went downhill from
4: that. Mm.
3: So
0: so initially was the plan to set you up. Again, I don't want to compare you to nobody, but you know the two hot girls at that time was Foxy, you know, um, little Kim, um, Kim of and, and 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 their their approach was a little more different. Like Kim was just straight sexual, Foxy right. was like kind of in the middle, but you well, were just like straight Brooklyn. Raw.
3: Well, one thing people have to know is that I gave Kim her image when um, me and Kim go way back. Mm. You know, we grew up together. So when she first got down with Biggie. She called me up and said, Paula, how should I attack the game? Little Kim always been Little Kim. That's why we call her Little Kim. Mm-hmm. We've been calling her that since she was 12 years old.
1: She was like the girl from the block. About nine years old, yeah, because mm-hmm. she was
3: always little and dressed fly. So everything that was in her, I told her to bring it out musically as far as her sexuality mm-hmm. and as far as her being herself. I just mm-hmm. told her plainly to be yourself. Mm. And that's what she took, and that's what she ran. I wrote, I wrote Little Kim first round when she was twelve years old in junior high school. Mm. You know what I mean? And she called me, said Paula, Paula, you know, and she wanted to bring it to the forefront. But I told her no. People will know when the time is right. So of course, what Jay Z did was took Foxy and gave Foxy Little Kim's image,
4: mm. and that's when
3: I said it's over for me. <laughs> That's deep math right there. That's deep math. Do Foxy look like me? You know what I mean? Like they took a lot of these girls and put them in my image pretty much. Mm. Except for Little Kim.
0: Mm. So Little Kim was like in a different direction, but so was always Little Kim. So I don't want to skip around too much, but we have a lot to cover, right? So so you were with Master Ace. What year was Master Ace incorporated?
3: Uh, the year was 1994. Okay. When so, I joined, probably uh, 1992.
0: Mm. So this is before Junior Mafia. Yeah. So this is before. So, I mean, theoretically,
4: yeah, you,
0: you were out Mafia. before Foxy and Kim. And mm-hmm. there were other women that were out that time, uh, Bahamadia. Right. Right. Bahamadia.
3: Nikki D. Nikki D. And I f- was all over Nikki D's album
0: before
3: mm-hmm. I even met Master Ace. I was with Nikki D.
0: mm Shout out to Nikki D. I gotta get Nikki D on the show. She was the first uh, female rapper ever signed the Def Jam. So, so so how did like how did this whole thing happen to you, right? Like a young girl from Brooklyn, and like what was the well, first steps that you took to kind of get in?
3: Um, when I was down with Nikki D, I used to be with, we used to be with Queen Latifah, my whole crew from Fort Green, you mm-hmm. know. So um, I was all over Nikki D's album. Master Ace heard about me through a cousin of mine named Pop. Pop soon brought me around you Rock. Which was the first group signed to Master Ace. Hmm. Once they heard me, they brought me around Master Ace. Once Master, me Ace, heard me, to here. Once Master Ace heard me, it was it. Hmm. That was it. I mean, he's like, yo, you got to go come on tour with me. You got to be on this album, this, that, and the third. Now, back then, I didn't know nothing about the music business. I'm fresh out of high school, fresh from the hood, four green projects, running around with Bloody Tims.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, they you was outside. Me, I was outside. <laughs> you was outside. Hard body. Gotcha. <laughs> so they took me off the streets and pretty much put me in the studio and took me on the road immediately. So I asked my mother, I'm like, Ma, you know, you think this is something I should do? She's like, yeah, boy, go ahead, you know, see the world. I'm like, okay. And I remember my neighbors teasing me because I used to always say, I'm going to California one day. When you going to California – well, guess what? Next year. And that <laughs> next year I went. And I was young. Mm-hmm. I was like 18, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my mother moved to Virginia, so I had to, you know, I was working. And I was, one day I'm on a train, the next day I'm on a plane. Mm. So that's how it was. I mean, I was working really, really hard mm. when I was down with Mass States Incorporated. Mm. And still is. Okay. So so where where did
0: kind of like the separation from Master Ace. And shout out to Master Ace, because he, I, I kind of feel like he's one of the guys um, that, I mean, he's still active, Miss Get At Like, to this mm, day, like, he's getting, yeah. like, you know, he's still, like, booked overseas. He's, he's still out. So where did kind of, like, your Fall relationship, off?
3: him, maybe, like, where was the separation? Well, the separation came about when I heard from um, somebody I would like to leave, you know, names. okay that he was never planning on getting me a deal. Mm. And he started getting other members of the group deals that was in the group And how many, how many people are in this group? At at the time, it was me, Lord Digger, Lachey. Mm-hmm. Then it was the DJ, Ishmael. So it was four of us, okay. including Ace. So it was five altogether. And once he started getting them deals, and I'm like, well, wasn't I in the group before these people, like... Mm-hmm. Where's my deal? So he tried to lie to me and tell me nobody was looking at me, which he lied because they was calling me directly. Mm. And I was sending them to him. You know, you had a lot of record labels trying to get at me. Paula, 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 we want to sign you. Talk to Master Ace because I was signed to his production deal. So when he told me that flat-out lie, I had to pretty much boycott the group. Mm. So I wasn't picking up the phones for him. I missed a couple of tour dates because simply, you simply lied. So after I told him where I got the information from, he couldn't lie anymore. That's when he walked me up to my deal. So the first deal was um, at Loose Cannon Records. And that was kind of like a, you know, it was a waste of time, pretty much. So I kept getting shifted from label to label to label to label. Mr. C was always in the picture because he was our road manager. So once he brought me up to Mercury, then that's when things started going smoothly and okay. stuff like that. The reason why I had to take Mr. C's name off the album because he was taking money from the label. He was eating cabs, this, that. Then they were claiming things that they wasn't supposed to be claiming. So I felt that... So when it, you say claiming, like what? They was trying to sell my publishing. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know that I knew this
0: information. And, um, and this was like a, a major thing kind of at this time because they were... Because that's where were, the
3: money was coming from. Yeah, that's the and budget, actually, basically. he did sell my pub- publishing for like $200,000 and then something happened within authors to where Shaquem, you know who Shaquem is. Mm-hmm. He took three hundred. In sixty one thousand dollars out my budget for Flavor Unit
4: movies. Mm.
3: Which I'm still recouping from this day from the Tales from Fort Knox album. And that's why Universal is still selling the album. And I'm selling it on Cleopatra too.
0: Okay, so so all right, so, so let's rewind. So Flavor Unit, um, the production company, this is Queen Latifah's. Um and who else is in this flavor unit? Is this trash or is or is just basically well, Queen T? Queen Latifah's
3: movies, Flavor Unit okay. production movies. Okay, I'm not gonna say the music side. Okay, mm-hmm. the movies. This is uh, Beauty Shop. And beauty Shop. Yeah, and yeah. The cookout, mm-hmm. all of that came from my Motown budget, in which I'm still recouping to
0: this. day. Okay, so so you get signed to Motown, and they basically instead of so this is why we didn't have videos for the Tales of Fort Knox because instead right. of allocating it to you, they, they allocated they it towards it to this, this this film venture,
3: and now I'm recouping. But I signed another deal with Claire Patcher Records for the album for streams. Which is a
0: new a new venture, right. obviously yeah. Right.
3: Which I signed which Deke Mathis hooked yeah. me up with.
0: Shout out to Deacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Deacon. Wanna give people they, they do. Okay. Yeah. They flowers. You gotta give him flowers. Yeah. 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 He know I love him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, this was I was treated unfairly all throughout the years of my signing to Universal Music. Hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, that's some crazy shit.
0: Yeah. But but they had the Tales of Fort Knox album set up for success. I mean, you got a record with Brian McKnight on there. Of course. Right? You got Kelly
3: Price. You got early Kelly Price. You got Lost Boys, who at this time. I got Bahama D. I got Heather B. I got Nikki D. I got Precious Paris. mm -hmm. I got Rob Digger.
0: But these particular people, like particularly, let's say, Mr. Cheeks, Kelly Price, Brian McKnight. These are people that are putting out major records. I mean, Mr. Cheeks, his catalog. This was
3: back in the day when, before they started putting out these major records. So, okay, so. I think I paid uh, uh, Brian McKnight about, Brian McKnight, like six grand to be on the album. I paid Kelly Price like 2,500. This was 98. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So that tells you a lot. Yeah. Interesting. Mr. Cheeks, I paid him what, $3,500? Mm-hmm. I think Mr. Cheeks they has some records more at than this point.
0: I think he had records because uh, Renee was already out. That was 95 And then he had, but, th- but then he had like the remergence. I think they yeah. had the record, the album in '97. Yeah. Right? Um, they
3: did. And oh. my album dropped in '98. Well, it was supposed to have dropped in
4: '98.
0: Okay. So then your album drops or it doesn't no, drop? No, it doesn't drop. So They shelved al- it. Okay. So your album. then the big fire came upon. Okay. Wait, hold on. So. So so your album, the Tales of Fort Knox album never actually came out. Nope. Okay. Not until recently. Which is why the DJ Premier record, we don't actually have like an official video. It's like the video that people see on YouTube is like a bootleg of the bootleg. Right? It's like if like Blazin' like took like a camcorder and
3: filmed it. I think Motown have a video up. I don't think so. I, I couldn't find it like even when I was trying to do like research on you and try to like I think back in the day they had it up like when the um videos first started popping on YouTube, mm-hmm. Motown had a copy of that video up cuz I remember it had the Motown slogan up there. Hmm.
0: And like and like I remember like Premiere has like these um like these lost tapes. I don't know if it's like him that put it out directly but you know they have, like, this mixtape yeah. thing of, like, premiere where it's, like, you know, like, his on like his lost beats. And this record, this extra, extra record, is, like, one of them joints. That's how I actually found you. Because I was, like, looking for beats for my cypher, which is now called Punchline Academy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I heard this whole extra, extra. I'm like, who the fuck was rapping on this beat?
3: Like, who's rapping on this beat?
0: <laughs> Paula Perry. Uh, well, here we are. Paul Perry, man. Jesus there Christ. It. Yes, Paula Perry. For me, he
3: made that track specifically for me. Yeah.
0: So, Blazing, like, looking at her situation, like, I mean, because you're like a, you know, young emergent artist, like, how does that make you kind of feel? Like, that's.
2: That's crazy, you know? It just makes you, you know, take a step back and really, you know, try and make sure everything's in
1: order. You got to watch the people around you. That's yeah. what that's fellow Scorpio. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Yeah, exactly. You know, just, uh, Keep an eye on everything. Yeah. You know? Yes. Head up, eyes and knees open, we the premiere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Headquarters. That's a yeah. fact. That's uh, a
1: fact. Cause I was born know. in 1980. I remember the extra extra record. I do. Mm-hmm. It was a I remember. It was hard. I remember the video. Mm-hmm. She was in the stoop. Or the yeah. niggas <laughs> behind her. Yeah, and that's when and I was, <laughs> mind you that, that came out what what year?
3: Ninety
1: eight. Ninety eight. I was just graduating mm-hmm. from high school. Mm-hmm. It was it was a hot record. And it's like where Paula Perry went after that. Like, you know, now we know.
3: Yeah. yeah. Right? I was on the IA. She was, but I never really went nowhere because they never really let me go. Yeah. Mm. They would always tell me, Paula, you're gonna be very important to hip hop one day. Mm. Okay. Well, what day is that? Mm-hmm. Now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm.
0: So 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 the way they released a the single, was it Paula's Jam extra extra? was it like was it like A and B side or like what, what, Yeah, it was what,
3: Paula's Jam first. That was out in 96. Actually, that was a single from Master Ace's label. Mm. From when I was signed to his um production contract. That's the beat he did. Dun, dun, mm. dun, dun, dun. Mm. You feel me? So that was the first solo single that I put out after. Yeah, yeah after, that's that. Shout, shout,
0: boogie, clutch with the Hennessy. Do we got Red Bull over there? We got any Red Bull? I think we have some Red Bull in the kitchen. You're watching the Infamous Hour right now. Paul Perry is here talking some major knowledge. Give some supporter right there. Yeah, I'm going to take some too. He's a, a Jews, He's a teacher. Major
2: teaching. Jews. Yeah, here, we're at the Party G party. What
3: up?
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We, we, we're going to uh, break this just down. just hit me
3: up today about the podcast. Yeah, the I window.
0: mean, well, well, this is super last minute. We we're supposed to have uh, Rockness and there was <laughs> What other- you did, girl?
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: thank you. You know, we got
3: to keep it quick, hit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And, uh, you know, one of the things about the podcast, we're, we're trying to create some sort of consistency. I think the fans have been a little upset at me, Paula, because they're like, it's supposed to be on every Thursday. And it's just that it's difficult. Like, I got so much shit going on. First of, I of all, mean, you
3: got the kids with the school I have bus. Four situation. kids in college.
0: Really? <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, no, I'm not even 40.
4: No, <laughs> you're not 40
0: yet. That's what I tell I'm you. I'm not 40. You know what happened? I married a Dominican. Don't don't complain it on me. <laughs> oh, you Dominican? No, I'm Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. I'm I married a Dominican. Dominican. <laughs> it's
1: okay though. And Dominican women
0: have you doing all types of
1: stuff. Don't make it
0: sound so scary. We no, okay. It's, it's great. I'm not complaining. <laughs> we are okay. I am not complaining, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> we are okay. But guess Dominican. what? This is the first guess what? We back now.
0: Yeah. Just Thank like Puerto
1: Song.
3: Yeah. Guess who's
4: bizarre? Exactly.
0: You
3: feel me? Shout right? out to Q45.
0: So so the question becomes okay, so you have this Tales of Fort Knox project, right? So why wasn't the plan to put out the Brian McKnight record first? Because the Brian McKnight record would, well, would way, all, w- 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 Brian McKnight record would present a unique opportunity. That's funny you asked me For that. you to cross over into it's fucking Brian McKnight. That's We're funny talking about Z one hundred. We're talking about nowadays. Uh, like, serious XM, Heart and Soul. I mean, this is the type of record that can age with the
3: audience. And you know what? Sometimes I regret not putting that record out first. Oh, so this is your
1: fault. What? Oh, it's your fault, yes, it Paula.
3: Yes, oh, okay. Because that's what they wanted the first single to be. And Paula. But what made you not want to put it out first? Well, me and Q45, that's my baby's fault. Okay. We did the song together with Brian United. Um, a couple of things made me upset about that record. Baby Daddy. For one. Was it Baby Daddy or was Tara, it? Tara, little mama's mother, okay. was originally on the on the um, hook part singing okay. with Brian McKnight. Me, her, Brian McKnight, and Q45 all came up with the hook together. Mm-hmm. And Mr. C kind of like finagled this other artist to be on a hook record. And God bless Tara. God bless her soul. She died of cancer some years. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what made me upset, for one. Because he tricked me into letting the other... I forgot her name, Terry something, Mm -hmm. be on the record when both of them did it, but they only did it for... You know what I mean? Who had the record out? Who had the deal back then? Tara didn't have a deal back then. She was up and coming. So that was one. Two... Me and Q45 was supposed to really got married in that video. We were supposed to have shot a video and really got married. Where the ring at?
4: Mm
3: -hmm. I never sold the ring. Three, I felt that Extra Extra would have longer Mm longevity-wise dealing with the streets and where I was coming from. Okay, I knew that one day that record was going to save me in my career. Although LeBron McKnight record was R&B-ish, and it probably would have got me more money at the time. Mm-hmm. But since the record is still out, the album mm-hmm. is still streaming now, we still have enough chance. And we can still shoot a video for that. Yeah. That it's makes timeless. sense. That makes a lot of sense. Because, because, so because I, looking I, back
0: I in thought, retrospect, when I'm looking at was coming in 98, right? So we got LL Hey, hey Lover. Right, This is like when hip-hop is kind of transitioning over a little bit to like R&B. So you got Hey Lover, You got DMX dropping. Uh, what's the record with Faith Evans? Um, how's it going down? Yada, yada. I mean, they're kind of shifting that way. But I can understand why you would say the premiere record because that was the sound of the streets. And there was no way for any of us, especially you guys, to calculate that music
3: was going to change so much. There's no way. Like, this is hip-hop. I knew. I knew it was going to change. Hmm. I mean, I seen it. Changing. I was there when they was talking about the changes.
2: Mm. Deep. You just had to make that decision, though. Just went with your yeah, gut. and I had yeah.
3: to feel, go with my gut, and I felt that extra, extra was the proper single mm-hmm. at the time. Mm. Correct the term, choice, Paula. Correct choice. Thank you. Okay,
0: so then, at some point, a decision happens where they're just gonna completely shelf your record. Like your album, right? So, mm-hmm. So, like, what is that conversation like? And then, the deeper well, conversation. It, uh, it wasn't
3: really a conversation with me because, really? like I said, I was signed to Master Ace's production deal. So the conversations it was having was with him. Just like I think that he has something to do with Queen Latifah with this budget situation, since mm. they have to get in contact with him. And what I have to do now is get a royalty lawyer to go after all my royalties and stuff like that. Mm. Which I have one, but you know, you got to pay them a the retainer and this and that. Bigger Fist of right now. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not their decision, you know, as far as like, okay, we're going to shelf Paula's record, this, that, and the third. What happened was it was a big fire at Universal, and they lost everybody's files back then. So it took some time for them to find everything. So um, Universal said they was going to put me further in the algorithm. I started threatening them, setting my lawyers on them, and this, that, and the third. But now I have to wait and see what happens because they owe me a large amount of money, Mm. a large amount of money. My records sold in every country. I don't know how many, how much is sold. I don't know anything because they're not telling me anything. So what I have to do is pay a lawyer to go after all this information in which me and Deacon Mathis was after in the first place until, you know, me and him had our differences. Now I have to start over with the process.
2: It's a lot to dig up. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is,
3: but it it, it takes time. Mm-hmm. You know, these things to take up to five years.
0: Yeah. So, so okay, so so the album gets shelved, and then what basically happens, they shift you off from Motown because... They basically still, so are you still signed to Motown?
3: No, I'm signed to Universal. I'm still, not to, to, to this Motown. day? Still, so still to this day.
0: And we're talking like 25 years. years 30 years. Still signed. Wow.
3: Because they want to recoup years, right? the money that Queen Latifah and them took for their movies. 365000 Hmm. 365, so they give you, so they give you a budget,
0: and then people sit in the room and say, "Okay, well, we're gonna take this amount and out of your money and allocate it to someone else, but somehow in the contract, used you, st- you paying that money back."
3: But I never signed the contract. That's why everything that but was who done signed was it? illegal. Thank you. So that's the question. Thank you. Who signed? I never it? signed
1: it.
0: Okay, because you. And I don't want to. That's the deep map, yeah. No,
1: that's the deep I don't, math. Yeah. I don't no, no, no. No, but but we, no we ain't throwing nobody. Wrong. It's
3: deep math. But. Mm-hmm. It's just like. Once if- we go back to this paperwork and see who signed off on this situation, that's when we can be able to. But mm-hmm. we can kind
0: of tell who kind of signed off because. So I'm assuming that your deal was structured. And they are telling
3: me to go out to Undada, which is Master Ace's company in Queen Latifah. So if you ask me, they were in cool
0: together. All right, but, but just. Just in retrospect, so your deal was. I love
3: Latifa. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna blame no, Latifa. I'm blaming Shaquem. He's like family. You know, I tell his mom on him. But at the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> they need to do what's right. Mm-hmm. And what they're telling me, well, it's not coming out of your pocket. Yes, it is. It's okay, ad- so I'm, I'm, I'm just
0: trying to understand for the people watching right now. Facebook.com/slash Nation is infamous album. The host of infamous album. There's Paul Perry's here, Missy Adams here, Blazes here. We're going to get to Blazes' album in a little bit, um, but so I'm trying to understand how this works. So your deal was Universal Motown, and then Undada. right?
1: So it was As a three. A it was a three
0: company. deal. Can you kind of explain yeah. to the artists what a production deal is, right? Because well, a
3: production deal is when Your producer, which um, gathers up the beats, which gathers up your record, you know, help you put the record together. The person that puts the joint together. You signed like a 50-50 split with them. Okay. Mm -hmm. So your deal is half of their deal, too. Hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what me and Master Ace had. We had a 50-50 split production deal. So where if I have... If they gave me an advance for twenty thousand, he had to get ten of it.
4: Hmm.
0: Okay. So whatever you got, they got half, half of, of it, of. but you're still the person that's gonna pay the money back.
3: Exactly. So what happened to him paying the money back? Easy. You feel me? Yeah. So meanwhile, he's clear. They were doing dirty shit about that.
0: They yes. were doing dirty shit Hold on. Well, we have to rewind this. Okay. So me and Miss Adam goes into a situation where we receive one Red Bull can. <laughs> we go and we split this Red Bull can into two. But I'm basically the person that still has to pay the whole can back. Whatever this can is worth. Sounds kind of like marriage. Yeah, it's fucking serious.
4: (laughs) Which
3: sounds illegal to me. Yes, it is. Very much so. And some business. Very much so. Man,
0: it's deep math.
3: But like I said, I had bigger fish to fry, but now it's time for me to go after these situations. Yeah. Okay, so so moving
0: past... All right, so the Motown situation happens. The budget gets taken out. Okay, so then we have like a 20-plus year gap between... I mean, and you did try to do some things. I know you was doing film, right? You were shooting videos yes. and stuff. So,
3: Which what, I'm about to get back into.
0: So what was Paula Perry's life like in between? Right? Because, I mean, this had to have caused, like, massive
3: well, depression. I I, mean, it, well, no, it didn't cause me depression because I was able to hold my head.
4: Mm.
3: I knew what type of people I was dealing with. That's the Brooklyn in you. Mm. And what t- yeah. <laughs> mm. And I got thick skin. So I'm a survivor. I'm very street smart. Mm-hmm. So I know how to take 15 cent and make it into a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? So I pretty much held my head up.
0: Yeah.
3: Or, you know, throughout the years when they had to come and get me 10 years ago from New York and bring me down to Virginia. It was a nasty
0: situation. Mm. We're going to talk about this situation. So, mm-hmm. all right. mm-hmm. so, so explain <laughs> to me. What exactly happened between you and Nicki? Nicki Minaj. Yes. Oh, God So, so wait. We going to talk about that? All right, listen. And, and and watch right now. Okay, listen. First time I interviewed
3: Paul There's Perry. There's so many Nicki's in my life. I, I know. I'm like, which one? I, them, I know.
0: The first time I interviewed Paul Perry. I know all of them get on my nerves. I didn't know any of this math. Now I know Except the math Except for Nicki D. <laughs> so, so, what was it that happened between you and Nicki Minaj that kind of caused you to, like, leave New York?
3: Well... I seen Nicki Minaj when she was with Fendi. Okay. This was back in like two thousand eleven. This is when she was
0: doing the mixtapes with yeah. um, this Sycamore. Was, she was
3: doing it right. Sycamore. And um and I was doing mixtapes with Sycamore too at the time. Oh, so you were both kind so of So me and little mama, yeah. we ran up on her in Manhattan. It was the Smack DVDs was out back then. Mm-hmm. So my boy Terrell Blair that ran the smack DVDs.
4: Shout out to Robert. Shout out Terrell
3: Blinn! My boy, deep Wait, brother. Brother. <laughs> <circle> right Wait. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> okay. my brother. Teachings. Anyway, we came up on a cipher, so of course, middle me and little mama tore their asses up. You know, we went around the circle. I'm a vet, but Nicki Minaj always had the attitude, mm. just that little jealous thing she got going. Kind of the problem this Talking about, so her I now. was doing my <laughs> warning video that day. Okay, I did warning. Who the fuck is this? Calling me at 5.46 in the morning, you feel me? I did that over the remix.
0: Okay, and she did it as well.
3: Yes. Now, I had her in the video. I had her holding a DVD and Little Mama holding the DVD. I was in the middle shooting my video. Mm-hmm. After which, she turned around, gave me my DVD back, <clears throat> walked away with a little flat ass at the time. yeah. And like she had an attitude. That
1: was before the injections. Yeah, before the. You remember those videos? Well, I I remember you remember those videos of Nicki? So I'm the like, she had a pretty okay, face with a flat ass. Gave me
3: back the DVD. Okay, cool. But I knew she was mad because me and Mama ate her little light voice up at the, you know, get your balls on. Anyway, I let that go. The next two weeks exactly, who I see in the tub doing the same song? Who the hell is this? I said, you little heifer. Cuss the ass out.
2: Oh, man. So,
3: everybody she know me. The heifers. Heifers.
4: <laughs> everybody
3: know me as being hard on Twitter. When I have something to say, I will let you know on Twitter. Now, just, like, vibes. just like I had to do with Charlemagne <laughs> ass about what he did to Lil Mama. Of course.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And they'll tell you too, Paula, cuss me out. So, what? Anywho. It was going on between me and her, and that's when she got the barbs. And that's mm-hmm. when, right after that, she got that deal with Young Money.
0: Okay. This is, yeah, because Lil Wayne, that he didn't feature with her. Right.
3: Yeah, yeah. Two weeks after that, she got the ass shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. How'd you put a timeline to it the ass I, shots? I remember. I remember.
4: <laughs> this is real time Two weeks I remember, after
3: that. So. I was getting her ass. So, who she got first? Trina. Oh, Trina. All I did was I took a picture of Trina when she ain't having no makeup, Kermit the Frog, and Miss Piggy, and said, Who she look like more oh, like her mother shit. or damn, Paula? Trina, sit down.
4: Sit down, Paula. Trina. No,
3: because she was talking about y'all whack, y'all bitch. Fuck you. and oh, really, damn, Trina, Paula. crazy. See, who this is look, a female who shit you right You look more like your yeah. mama, this or your is, father, Kermit the Frog, shit. or Miss Piggy, Trina. <laughs> don't play me. Next. Anywho, so I was ranking on all of them. You know, I'm ranked queen. I do this all day. I don't care what you say about me. So what? It's only words. hoot somebody from the Certified Young Money site gets on. Oh, welcome to your block and kill you, bitch. F you. Somebody that knew me personally, knew Nikki. Mm. and was telling this girl all my business. Oh, so someone Mm. was there, yeah. Telling them they drove me crazy. She knew everything. And I know who did it. I I know. So somebody was
0: infiltrating
3: the... Yeah, playing both sides. Take your mess. Take yours first. They drove me crazy. Okay, they drove me crazy, and they called me crazy. I don't appreciate that. If I'm crazy, I've been crazy since second grade when they was trying to bully me, and I I was about to poke my pencil in somebody's eye. Mm -hmm. Don't play with me. Feel me? Now, after which, I told them, okay, everything is cool. It's just a threat of words. That's not scaring me. Mm-hmm. If you come to my block, you're getting your head blown off. Period. Because I had them waiting. People was waiting for her on my block. So they was talking about, oh, you got help. You got help ranking on us from my house because we was having Twitter war. Yeah. I don't need no help. Mm-hmm. So what I was putting on Twitter, I started yelling out the window. And I was rousing everybody up on the block, and somebody told my mother. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And they, thought, they call
1: moms on you?
3: They call mama? The masons.
1: The, <laughs> <laughs> the masons
3: <laughs> call them. And they was telling me, oh, Paula, you God. Oh, Paula, you this. Oh, Paula, you that. Paula is Paula. Leave me alone. Y'all not going to drive me crazy with this shit. Mm. <laughs> Just like when they put me in jail for indecent exposure a couple of months ago in Virginia, I turned it into a project. God spoke through me. God spoke. Oh, shit. God speaks through the Henny, too, baby. Yes. He turned water into wine, didn't he? Yeah. yeah Thank the- you.
0: Yeah, theoretically.
3: I am Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so then, okay, so the Nicki Minaj stuff happens and yeah, then so you kind Lord of. Yeah, well, but they threatened my life and they scared my mother. Okay. So my mother came. Oh, I don't care. She talked to my landlord. Oh, Paula coming with me. No, I'm not. I just paid my rent. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. But I went. And if I went and went, I went and met my amazing man, Chris.
0: So. Okay. So it ended up working out. Shout out to Chris in the building. <laughs> shout out to Chris <laughs> in the building. <laughs> but at the
3: end of the day, I think it was the right thing to do. And guess what? Two years after that, my whole block went up the flames. My whole third floor apartment got caught on fire. The whole wow. block blew up. Mm. You for real? Yes. You can Google it on um YouTube. Fire on St. Mark's. Yes. Mm. I was looking at it. When I was in Virginia, my whole apartment on the third floor up in flames. It my was do- a my gas daughter's leak. from St. Mark's. Sometimes you got to take those outside. It was Jesus. a gas leak on mm-hmm. that block. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I would have lost everything anyway. Yeah, yeah. My daughters. So when I left, marks. I left everything to uh, my girl Charisse. I left her everything. Like Charisse just having, I just left mm-hmm. with, with mm-hmm. my clothes, damn near on my back.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Again, just like I did. So what?
4: Mm.
3: Takes nothing. Mm-hmm. But everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So if I wouldn't have left during that time, who knows? I would have lost everything anyway, and I probably would have lost my life in that fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and my son Damn. Yeah it was a Damn. gas leak All the way at the beginning of the block And it spread through the whole block Everybody was...
4: Damn That's
3: crazy Told uh, y'all I got stories Yeah thank god everybody So made it was them. cause your
1: mom was worried mm-hmm. About the threats that were going on mm-hmm.
3: Yeah
0: Miss mm. Gatton by the way I love the red hair Oh, do you? Yeah. Yes, it looks wonderful,
1: girl. <laughs> I try mm. something different, you know. Be on fire. Yeah, you know I, I, I
0: need you like uh it ain't that
1: so who's the fucking singer that, that looks
0: different every time she uh what's oh. name? the girl, she looks different every time you see her. Was it Doja Cat?
1: Oh Doja Cat. Oh, now yeah. yeah. no, she looks different, cat. different. Well I don't need the, you,
0: I don't need the ball head vibes.
3: <laughs> but she could do everything. <laughs> Wait, huh?
1: she could do everything now. But but the vibes well, she but looks you like know what? I have
3: not heard not one record.
1: I know she hasn't been out in a while. Nah, she got a
0: new joint. I mean, she's super talented. You know, mm-hmm. She, she looks talented, is the I mean, woman. I
3: be seeing her swinging all over the place and all up in the air. And yeah, all I, and I mean that, that's what we need. Ronald but Balls. that's what I, so I mean, felt. Like she swing, lo- she looks I different
0: know,
1: every those, right? every video. Every she looks different. She looks, different. She looks like a different woman. So I'm trying. you know got beef now? I don't know who
2: anyone has I beef I mean,
1: there's a lot of beef outside.
2: Yeah, yeah all this cyber beef. Everyone's beef. with You got Nikki has, cyber beef. You got Nicki. Nicki, Everybody Just Just got beef. Just like she
3: sat there, Nicki Minaj, and, and said that about Mama. Went up there to her show and rocked the same wig she had on. Yeah.
0: You know, how did you feel when, when Lil Mama, because I know you, you guys are related. How did you feel when she did the whole, like, storm the stage well actually oh, when yeah. i was that was, watching that was it, a big right? thing
3: when i was first watching it i <laughs> didn't know what was going on that was a big thing nobody I mean, didn't nobody, know. nobody knew <laughs> they fall her on the stage or
1: not
3: so i was hype I so seen, you was confused too she was yeah i was confused okay i seen oh, she was show. with beyonce and i seen beyonce trying to snatch her back but beyonce why didn't you put her in the chokehold
4: <laughs> that is your
3: advice. Yeah. I mean, they were trying to keep it normal. Yeah. Um, thank you, Mama's a little hype She was hyped back, and she calmed down a whole lot now. We love but you, little the Mama. The day, Alicia Keys ain't know what was going on. No one. What knew. did they have to practice? Or well, Alicia had to practice playing that piano. Jay Z, you ain't have to practice nothing because you ain't do nothing but say your lyrics. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when he did the little smudge thing, I said, "Someone said have grabbed the chokehold? Yeah, <laughs> <Come> on, <laughs> girl. to keep her off that stage. Get her off that. If 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 if, if Jay Z crybaby self was gonna have a pitch fit about it, she didn't ruin your show. Mm. All she did was bop you back, and you went back like this. Yeah, with them lips. So what? What's the big deal? You from Marcy, right? You gonna let a little girl son you? (laughs) And then gonna cry about it. And then gonna cry about it. And they don't, cause I wish you would have just. So did you ever
1: talk to her about it? With little mama, like what? What what the fuck were you doing?
3: She said she was hyped. She was lit. And she was just she. She was trying to talk. Was she lit? Was she lit? Cause 'Cause I personally, she was drunk. She probably was. <laughs> she probably was high, too. <laughs> Quite high, too. I you know, personally smoked think about she was three, so
1: high. It was great energy. Y'all watched
3: it? You, you watched it? I, I loved watch it. loved it. The show was great. When she was going up there, I was so it was great hyped because left. I
1: was caught It out. wasn't
3: up, But I feel. But the aftermath. Oh, this is a show. Y'all on her about that. what Charlemagne say to me? Oh, I don't want to bump it. The aftermath was bad. I got a bop. the I felt bad.
0: No, the aftermath was super bad, man. Once it again, this is the Infamous Hour. I'm your host, the Infamous Sama Deus. I got Blaze in the building, Concrete Bro. Rose, the best hoodie I ever wore in my life. Cruise Bap is dropping on Friday. Blaze, your first, well, it's not yes, like your sir. first album, but it's like your first album on a major, right? And yes, the, the numbers man. are looking different. The streams are looking different. Like, mm-hmm. how are you feeling about this project?
2: Oh, I'm hype, man. I feel real good about it, you know? It's dropping this Friday, October 28th. I don't know when this is dropping. It's dropping Thursday. So no, Friday, it'll be Friday. out. Friday. All right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Feeling good. I so
0: so what can the here. fans
2: expect like from this project? You got a lot of
0: features on this project. Like who's on the yeah. project and
2: um So I like. got um I got Sky Zoo on the project. I got Styles P on the project. I got a record with Corrupt. I got Planet Asia. Mm-hmm. got some legends on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. King Crooked. Yeah, you did like four beats. Yeah, I did. You know, actually, I got yeah. Cooking yeah. Soul mm-hmm. production, Two Beats by Cooking Soul. No project. Man.
0: Yeah, one thing about Blazing is that he comes to my house, and now that he's sober, like even the work, sure I do the fucking beats. <laughs> like, it doesn't fucking. I'm matter. on you. I'm like, yeah. Before, before, before it Yo, an excuse to lay My down. wife crashed my car. Okay, she crashed my car.
1: You ain't talking about that.
0: No, nah, this is facts. <laughs> this major major killer. No, because this matters because Blazing has something to do with this. I fixed it. Wow, you yeah. did. You did really Do that? it with it but My wife crashed it. my car Bent the whole hood Cracked the whole grill Like fuck motion the White White BMW shh. White beat. Yes Don't be. Don't be.
1: The
0: white <laughs> shit And even through that Blaze is like Yo we gotta do beats
2: I'm just <laughs> quiet I'm quiet I don't say nothing to that, her No I, I, I don't am- say nothing to her Cause I, I, I already know something? how she felt I knew she was upset I, I appreciate
1: like, him still being there
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in
1: the building because if not so, i would have got killed she
2: didn't oh, have yeah, to definitely. hear it definitely.
1: i would no. have to hear it but since blazing with it it was like a buffer
2: i'm just like yeah, let's go in the I mean, studio you the heat off you? yes basically yeah, yeah. and i, and I just kept my mouth shut about it when she walked in the, in the room i was like i ain't even gonna. how say was anything. i you was a little tight but yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he, i'm telling you he while. was the buffer he was the buffer. Blazing, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, I got
0: you. I handled it well because Blazing was
2: there. Yeah, I should, Had Blazing not the been there,
0: it would have definitely obviously went left. So, okay, so so project coming out, Cruise Bat, so you have all these features. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the long-term goal for the Blazing brand, right? Because obviously you're coming out as a new artist in a sense, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. you, you have a history, obviously, but, yeah. like, what do you want the fans to know? I mean, talking to a lot of people right now, so what yeah. do you want the fans to know about you yourself as an artist and what you expect with this project?
2: Um, You know, you could expect... um. You know some dope, dope boom bap beats. You know it's it's cruise bap. The name of the album, um, presenting that real bars. Uh, kind of you know getting into personal things as well, mm. speaking on personal things. Um, so it's reflective. It's not just just like the the boastful bars and all that. You know real life shit, mm. relatable things of that nature. Concrete rose, the company clothing company that I'm doing. Uh, you can look out for that the merch. And uh, you know, just moving forward step by step.
0: Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Make sure you cop that now, Paula. Obviously, we're in a different time, right? So you guys are maybe like thirty years apart, right? And and mu- wait, hold on. But music is is not to put anybody here, but music is so different. So you know, how refreshing is that to see that a young artist, he's still in his twenties,
3: is still making boom bap in this day and age. Incredible, incredible. Yeah. I love it. You know why? Because you're keeping it alive for us.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm. I, you know, I'm a. Uh, Golden Era dude like you know Gang star, you know was definitely Moment of Truth was definitely a really? big part yeah, so it was in your me, blood like, because that's yeah, out yeah, that's yeah. way
3: before your time
2: Yeah the Moment of Truth album though like yeah yep. I mean yeah I was that that came out what year was that? I'm not that sure was, I, I'm, The yeah, Moment
3: sure. of Truth album that was, was, was um that
2: was was that late 90s or early 2000s. early I'm 90s I have no idea. Brother, I, I went
0: back. Hennessy. I basically I went
2: back though and you know for the last in, 4 days. Okay,
3: Moment of Truth was that after my album?
0: Was it Gangsta Moment of Truth? Uh, and apologize to the people that are watching the Infamous Hour right now, because we're doing this in real time. I actually have to connect to Wi-Fi for some fucking reason.
2: Yeah, but that, I mean, that album was, uh, no, I was young. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was 98. That was same That
3: year. was the same year as my album. Oh, shit. I knew it was mm-hmm. around that. Every season. Yep. But,
2: yep. uh, yeah. So so this was before you was born. No, nah, I was born in 93.
3: Oh, you was born in 93. Yeah, I was born in
2: 93. Wow. Nah, nah, yeah, ninety three. But uh, you know, I ended my chamber, that was the same year. You know, man, how can I forget this so. project? You so know, you're my in your days. late twenties. Yeah, I'm 28. So you know, uh, but I stick. But you know, I, st- I stick to that formula. You know, I'm a product of that. Infamous said 30 years. You know, yeah. <laughs> you did your math wrong. I'm,
1: I'm older than fucked up. You <laughs> was a little. Listen, this bit whole trying to make people older than, old. Old. than what they Honey, are.
2: This whole week
0: has been <laughs> fucked up for me. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm There's outside. A lot going on for him. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> but but this particular project, Moment of Truth, you know my Steve's one of the most classic yeah. gangstar records yeah. above the my clouds. son is
3: twenty one. Mm-hmm.
0: Another classic gangstar record. That record. So so Blaze, so so final question for you, right? So we have like a very thirty five to fifty uh, five year old fan base. These guys don't kinda listen to new boom bad. They they go back to this type of project. So
2: yeah.
0: like what is your pitch to them? Like, look at the camera. What is your pitch to them to go and actually go and, and cop your project or listen to your project? Uh, You know, it's
2: a few legends on there. Dope, dope beats, dope production. Cruise back? I'm bringing it to the table for my generation. A lot of people my age aren't really coming out with, you know, joints that I'm coming out with like that. So it's refreshing for yeah. what's out right now. That's right. Make All sure right, you right, get that, that new
0: project. So, Paul Perry, Uh, final question. Um. Like, where do we go from here, right? So, we got Guess Who's Back. We got the Trust Me record, which I'm on. And then you're obviously dealing with some sort of litigation process, right? So, like, what what is the trajectory for you? And and people can get the Tales of Fort Knox album still.
3: Well, um, people can, y'all can order the Tales of Fort Knox album. It's streaming everywhere. Um, Right now, I have another project I'm working on. It's called, I have um, Prodigy on the hook. Okay. Oh, okay. And I have DJ Chaos on the oh. Scratches. God bless both of their souls. And it's called um, You Already Know. Mm. So my boy Chill Trees had the track for that one. That's
0: a dope name, Chill
3: Trees. Chill Trees, and he all about the trees, too. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I've been working on a little outside projects, you know, trying to keep the momentum up. Mm-hmm. So I have another project I'm working on with my boy Kane. So I'm, I'm about to do this record called um, It Was All a Dream. Okay. How can I forget that? Because guess who's back? It's called It Was All a Dream. So I'm about to shoot another video for that, too. So Infamous, I'm working. Okay. I'm working still.
0: Yeah, keep working. So, and I'm, Miss, I'm get Adam. of, uh, what is your night looking like
1: tonight? My night is looking great. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Take this ride back. Get a slice of pizza. We'll
4: uh, be all right, I <laughs> we'll think I'm right. going
3: to go to Papa John's next door for me to get a slice of pizza. That's cause what it is. A the pizza, $5 a slice around here. Yeah, this is,
0: <laughs> this is crazy. And I'm of course, paying
3: no $5 slice for no pizza.
0: And, of course, I'm the Infamous I'm a dance. This is the Infamous Hour every single Thursday. I promise you guys I will be on here every Thursday, 9 p.m. Shout out to Is This. Shout out to Boom Bad Nation. Shout out to Blazing Paula Perry, Miss Get Adam, Sha Boogie, Mike Gage, yes. soft because he didn't want to jump on the on the track, and the Yankees got swept. Gage, Yo, someone, <laughs> talk about <laughs> it, Gage. Yo, it me, come here. talk right now. Stop, yes, stop, man. stop yelling over there. Oh, now you want to come and talk? Get this thing of the microphone first and foremost. Like I a am man. a diehard Mets fan. fan. That grew up in the Bronx. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Wait, you, well, you gotta come in. You gotta come in a little bit. So, 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 Mike, as a Yankee fan, and and this is my my friend in real life, right? How do you feel that your team got got spanked by the Astros? It happens, man. You got to come in. You got to come in a little bit, yeah. Listen, we got swept. It happens. No, no, no. This is is embarrassment. Bro,
1: it (laughs) happens. He's just going that hard because it's the game. No, you know why it's embarrassing. When was the last time y'all made it to the World Series? uh,
0: 2015. 2015? And what happened to y'all? We didn't get swept like y'all. But what happened? We lost, but we didn't get swept. When was the last time y'all got? When was the last time y'all brought home a chip? You guys have not brought home a chip in a while. When was either?
2: the last time y'all guys brought home a chip? <laughs>
0: you guys are not actually. When, when okay.
3: was the last time? Okay, you so we can have a sports flat? section Wait, of this show. No, we he, are. We you are. See, you see how
0: he tries to no. Flat? This is not deflecting. These are facts. i let you have your argument. These First deflecting. and foremost, respectfully to all the Yankee fans that are watching right now, I don't mean to offend you. You guys are not actually a New York team. You motherfuckers was the Baltimore fucking Orioles. So automatically your New York chip is revoked. Go back to the shelter.
1: <laughs> to the shelter. So any,
0: any argument that you have,
4: to the on top of that, if
0: you look at New York Yankee history, Paul Perry, the New York Yankees, they were the Orioles, then they were the New York Highlanders, and you motherfuckers been around since 19, no, excuse me, not 19, 1864, and you only got 27 chips? How many years is this, Sha? Well, where the fuck is my phone What's at? It's a whole lot of losing seasons, my bro. You motherfuckers got the most losing seasons in the history of sports, and you got the audacity to cut me on an Infamous Hour and tell me any different.
3: I got to get into sports. Because you guys <laughs> have the most losing <laughs> seasons.
0: You guys have 158 losing seasons. Go ahead and put this in your camera so they can see this shit. <laughs> put, there's how many losing seasons. <laughs> Look at it right here. is how it. much he hates the Yankees. I don't hate the Yankees. <laughs> I don't hate the Yankees. He's about to I get his Bronx car. No. Revoked. Yeah, he's getting his revoked. Bronx car revoked. No. <laughs> you I about am, to get your Bronx? You you're about to have your Bronx car why? revoked. I'm from the Bronx. I am the Bronx. Cause you're going too crazy. I you going a little too hard. No, because you know what it, Are it is. And you from, from the Bronx. Bronx. To show how much you dislike it's the Yankees, not that I'm dislike the Yankees. And it's not that I'm not from the Bronx. It's just that because I'm like from baseball. the Bronx, I go for the underdog. That's why I'm here every week on Boom Bat Nation. This is why I got Paula Perry records coming out. This is why I got Blazing exactly. records coming out. Because I do what you underdog motherfuckers shit. are afraid to do and fuck with the underdog. That's a great, <laughs> how can that's you judge it me? Right
1: there. Hey, that's <laughs> great fucking Let's
0: go, Mess. Yes. Out. I'm out of here. Next that's week. it.
4: Yeah. <laughs>